Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Colleen Benson Homes team with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. All right, Colleen, I came across uh, an article recently that listed out the 10 secrets to fetch top dollar for your home and wanted to get your kind of thoughts on each of these little items here to see if you think they're that big of a deal or if maybe too much is being made of these little things. How's that sound? Okay, right. bring it on. We know you're the expert, so I figured you'd be the person <laughs> to turn to to evaluate this, of course. Uh, the first one kind of caught me off guard a little bit because it seems silly, but it is have a great mailbox is a little secret to fetch top dollar for your home. Can't say that I've really looked at the mailbox that much well, you know, searches, here in our but. neighborhoods, we we mainly have the postal boxes, shared postal boxes. So I know that there's parts of downtown Salem, you know, that, ha- that still has walking mail carriers. And so they have cute little vintage boxes on their front porches. And I always love, you know, Pottery Barn or Restoration Hardware, some of those stores where they have the cutest mailboxes. I always want to buy one. But, you know, here in my neighborhood... We just have to walk down to the bank of lock boxes. So we don't really have that going on here. But I do understand like some of the curb appeal that goes alongside a mailbox, like um, the driveway. Is the driveway clean? Is it cracked? What's its appearance? And, um, you know, when you drive up to your home and look at it from a fresh perspective, how is that initial curb appeal? Yeah, I think as long as the mailbox isn't like, you know, falling over at a 45 degree angle, you're probably going to be all right. I mean, I don't know if you need a great mailbox, just a functioning mailbox that doesn't look too ugly. It seems like that would work. Right, but, uh, right. Anyway, kind of interesting. Uh, another one on the list, make sure rooms show for their purpose. So if you have an office, show it as an office. If you have a bedroom, show it as a bedroom. So if you've been using a bedroom as an office, if you can... The idea, I guess, is convert it and show it how it's supposed to be. Yes, and I absolutely agree with this. We have to make the right use of your rooms. You know, sometimes I see a pool table in a dining room and it just doesn't work. I mean, I just sold this house this summer and you walk in and it is set up for a total bachelor pad party. It has foosball. This is the living room. Foosball, pool table, beer lights, a beer cooler, football flags, and... I was like, I know why this house hasn't sold. It's been on the market a couple months. So I had to really showcase to my buyers what that living room could look like transformed because it's got the real high ceilings. And it was hard to vision. So I ended up taking them to another home in the neighborhood that had the same layout to show them how it could look. And so I, I very much encourage if you're selling your home that you take the rooms and turn them back into what they're originally meant to be before you do photos and list your house. That advice seems to make sense, certainly. What do you do for like, uh, just out of curiosity, like flex rooms or like large rooms where you're not quite sure what the purpose would necessarily be for? Do you then get creative or do you just let it be sort of a blank room? I like them to be blank. I like to give the buyer the opportunity to envision what they'd want to do with that room because there's so many things. If people need a craft room or a yoga studio or you know, there's so many options that somebody might want to use for that room, a playroom for the kids, a theater. So definitely leave that room a blank canvas if you can. 
That's a good point as well. Uh, item number three we did uh, in our house before we sold it. I would totally vote for this one as definitely a great secret to fetch some top dollar. Reglaze your bathroom tub. I don't really know much about that, Walter. I mean, I know. Ooh. Am I going to let you in on a secret? Yes. Teach me. Um, So our bathrooms were, this was a 1987 house when we went to sell it. And the tubs weren't in that great a shape when we bought the home. You know, a good, strong cleaning helped a little bit. But, you know, just over time, it had gotten kind of dingy, got that, you know, really soap scummy, kind of pinkish. Uh, even with a good cleaning was just, you know, not, didn't have that bright white, you know, glow of a brand new bathroom. And so we were like, oh, but you'd have to, but what a, what a project that is to like rip out the to tub and put in a new in insert place. and all that. Right. Exactly. Well, there are companies that will come around and reglaze the tub. So they'll, they'll spray. It's almost like, I guess you can think of it as painting the tub, but they'll reglaze it and, uh, and it turns it back to beautiful white, makes it look absolutely brand new. And we're talking like a couple hundred bucks compared to thousands and thousands of dollars to rip it out and put. Wow, you know, I'm gonna have to see who in who in town does that. That's great service. Yes, it was awesome. And then when we moved into our new home, same deal. We had all of this. Uh, they can even cover over tile with their spray and their glaze. So we actually did it in our new home where they had like the old pink tiles in the bathroom we had them spray over it with this like granite looking color so it looks like we have a you know the granite it looks like we have a stone wall and then the bright white tub down below in our stand-up in our stand-up shower now it's awesome it's awesome yeah i'll uh definitely gotta find somebody locally who does that if you do that locally reach out to colleen yes uh, and let her know it's a cool little secret to know about and a lot of them come with really good uh, warranty options too so the longevity is there it's not like something that'll be bad a year from now so worth checking out i bet yes i'm excited to check that out next one on the list colleen uh sellers write a letter about the home now we hear how buyers will write letters to sellers but uh this suggestion is that the seller should write a letter about the home too i love this when i am showing a home and there's a note from the sellers it's fantastic. It, it helps me sell the house. You know, um, oh, these sellers, this is why they're moving. A lot of times I get these questions from buyers. Well, why are these people moving? Well, I don't know. This isn't, the, they're not my clients. They're another agent's clients. I'm representing the buyers. So <laughs> I don't have all those answers, right? They're tired of the guy that shoots his uh, gun off next door at, you know, four in the morning all the yeah, time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but when the sellers leave a note about the things they love about the house, and I encourage my sellers to write these little home books too, and I help them with a laminated bound book with some different information um, and the neighborhood and what they loved. And, you know, it just brings a personal touch. And there's nothing that beats the personal human element between buying and selling a home. That's not one I would have thought of, but that's a great suggestion. Write a letter to the buyers and let them know what you like about the home and answer some of those questions before they even get asked, too. That's very helpful. Yeah, I think outside the box there. Now, I'm interested in your thoughts on this next one. Again, we're going through this article, in case you've joined us, uh, 10 Secrets to Fetch Top Dollar for Your Home. If you've got any questions about these, by the way, or want to talk to Colleen about working with her team here in the Willamette Valley, Greater Salem area, you can certainly do that by calling or texting Colleen at 503-830-9467. Colleen's team has sold more than 300 homes in the past three years, so they know all about all the nooks and crannies around uh, the greater Salem area and how to get top dollar for your home. Call or text 503-830-9467. 
This next one, Colleen, I'm interested in your thoughts. It says to list your home under value in order to get top dollar. It's a fantastic strategy. Mm, okay. Buyers will pay the market value for a home. Uh, so if you are slightly underpriced, you should be getting a bidding war for your house. I had a client keep telling me the reason why his home was selling is, wasn't selling is because it was underpriced. And I'm like, well, that's impossible. You can't underprice a home. I mean, a home is going to sell for the value of the home. And so there is no underpricing. If you underprice, you will get bids. Does that make sense? We don't have a wholesale market. I mean, it's just not out there. We have a retail market and retail value is dictated by what a person's willing to say, what a person's willing to pay and the comps around the property. So um, this is a great strategy and I've used it and it's really one for my clients where they get in bidding wars and uh, three, you know, three or four or five buyers are all bidding on the same property and drives the price up sometimes, you know, 20%. I guess there's also the thought process too. I know when we were searching for homes, we kind of, you know, you set that that bottom and then uh, more importantly, you set sort of the max amount that you're interested in, you know, for your budget in buying a home. And our first one actually was off of our radar for several, you know, for the several weeks we were looking. And then all of a sudden it popped on and it had been listed for weeks, but they did a price reduction and it happened to drop it down into our purview by just, it was, you know, it was a thousand dollars outside of where we were looking. So they dropped it down a couple of thousand dollars. We saw it and we were like, oh, we'll do it. And then when we ended up kind of meeting in the middle, you know, it really wasn't that big of a jump for us and not that much big of a decrease for them. And, uh, you know, we closed on it, uh, you know, and, and the rest is history. So the kind of the similar concept to that, to this initially go a little few dollars less, you're even opening up that pool of buyers more. Exactly. That's the exact point. You made a great point there. When somebody's looking in a price range, let's say between 350 and 375, and you're priced at 400, and we know we're overpriced at 400, you're missing out on the buyers that are willing, that are looking in the category that you should be priced at. They're not going to see your house. Therefore, they're not going to make a lowball offer. We have to get that price down into the right category so the value of the home beats out the competition it's a great conversation certainly so think about that one listing under value uh we'll take through a couple of these other ones here uh give buyers inside info on the property that's not in the listing have you ever done that colleen withhold a couple of nuggets that you then kind of give the buyers as sort of a extra special little thing oh yeah well we we sometimes will list amenities sometimes you can't get it all in you know you only have so many it's true um, by necessity sometimes right yeah so so you only have so many letters you can use in the multiple listing service, whatever multiple listing service it is. Yeah, we only have a certain number of characters we can use. So we will add a document that says um, see for more amenities and list the amenities. So sometimes it's five pages of improvements. This is when we did the roof. This is when we installed the furnace. And gosh, buyers love seeing that and their agents love seeing it. It just takes all the guessing out of things. Um, I wonder how old this paint job is. wonder how old that roof is. Oh, it's all right here. Oh, this is how the sprinkler system works. Oh, this is how, you know, the sound system throughout the house works if you want to turn it on and test it. So definitely I love that. And the next one on the list here too kind of falls into that same category. I think you mentioned this as well. Describe the neighborhood culture for folks. And you talked about the 
the binder and giving people nuggets and that kind of information that yeah. kind of falls underneath that umbrella. Yes. Um, what about this next one here? Don't forget to list extras like neat lighting, updated tech, other trendy features. That's kind of all in those extra little things you're providing folks as well. Uh, video tour would be the ninth thing on this list. How often are you using video? Uh, every listing. Oh, we yeah. advertise video. Um, video is so easy to share via a phone, a text message link or a link to YouTube or to post on social media. So definitely um, we do quite a bit of Facebook advertising, paid sponsored advertising and the videos, you know, statistically we watch the analytics uh, get the most views and get the most inquiries. So yes, it, whether we're doing a drone coming over the top, um, like I've told before, some of my luxury listings, I will do a drone video or just a video tour of the house. But definitely, we always do that. That's a great point. And then last but not least, there's a suggestion in here to get a home pre-inspection. No. Usually something you think the buyers are thinking. Ooh, okay. So you have you have an aversion to this. Uh, all was good until this last one. No, please. That That's my opinion. Don't get a pre-inspection. Every inspector's different. Every inspector's going to call out different things. Um, wait for the buyer to do their own due diligence and then we'll negotiate what needs to be done, okay? Now, I'm not saying ignore problems in your house. And in fact, right now with this torrential rain pour we've all been dealing with, I would suggest open up your crawl space and look down there. Do you have standing water in your crawl space? Look at your gutters as this rain's coming down. Are your gutters spewing water in places it shouldn't in and creating problems for your siding. Um, you know, we want to be aware of the condition and ongoing maintenance of our home, yet we don't want to do a pre-inspection because it's, it's, de it's definitely a buyer's due diligence to have that inspection for themselves, and then we will negotiate from there. That's a great point. Good recap on all of these things, Colleen. Of course, there's all sorts of little secrets that go into the process of helping someone buy or sell a home. And in this particular case, we're talking about selling homes. And sometimes it can be hard to keep up with all of this on our own, Colleen, but you've been in the business for so many years. Uh, all of this comes second nature to you. How do you help people make sure that all of these things get checked off on the list, that every seller you work with is implementing all these best practices? How do I help people do that? Yeah. Oh, well, I just follow off the top of your head. You just knock it out, right? I, well, you know, it's all about communication and just um, explaining the process up front to kind of handle the what ifs before they happen. And so, you know, I've got this great team, three full-time salaried employees. I call them my success team. They keep us on track and they handle our clients um, with the communication and every little detail they need. So I'm very fortunate to have them and they are what keeps our clients absolutely happy. Well, it's great to hear that. And uh, again, if you're thinking about buying or selling here in the area and you need a real estate team to work with, see what it's like to partner up with the Colleen Benson Homes team by calling or texting 503-830-9467. That's 503-830-9467. Uh, call or text Colleen at that number and you can have a chat, go over some of the things you're thinking about when it comes to buying or selling, pick her brain a little bit, get some guidance and some help going forward. 503-830-9467. Call or text Colleen there. 503-830-9467. Until then, we'll talk to you next time here on Keeping It Real Estate.